Travel personally how the Word of God can affect a change in your life through the ministry of Bishop Dikewood Mills. Dikewood Mills is the founder of the Lighthouse Chapel International, a denomination with over 2,000 branches worldwide. He is a healing evangelist and the author of several best-selling books. He is also the pastor of the First Love Church, a campus ministry with over 200 branches. The First Love Church is a vibrant church with young, energetic people, full of first love for the Lord. Now listen to Dikewood Mills. That draws us to Come on and stir it up Come on 
From God the other day I was just a young person He spoke to me and said My child, you are mine You must work And you must preach Do you know the secret of prosperity? Seek ye first the kingdom of God all these things that people seek for, I will give them all to you. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact, yeah. I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, I will have the maximum 
With the good of thy house and of thy holy temple. Oh, one thing have I desired of the Lord, that one thing will I seek for, that I may dwell in the house of the Lord and behold the beauty of the Lord. I'll go where I have to go. Preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact, yeah. I'll go where I have to go, I preach what I have to preach, I will have the maximum impact, yeah. Do you know the secret of prosperity? Seek ye first the kingdom of God and all these things. People seek for, I will give them all to you. the Lord your God and he shall bless he shall bless the bread you eat he shall also bless the water that you drink I am the Lord that he let thee you shall serve the Lord your God and he shall bless a blessing for all those who serve shall take away sickness from your midst, the number of your days he will fulfill, oh, oh, oh let my people go, oh, 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 I'll go where I have to go, oh, oh, I'll go where I have to go, preach what I have to preach, have the maximum impact, yeah. Yeah, yeah. 
the gospel until your life is done. If you love me, obey the great commission. Yeah, build churches everywhere. In every town, every province, every city. Yeah, Africa shall be saved. But tell me how long is it gonna take?
to you. Nanya no branch, but there's always an excuse. A mega church, a mega church, but you have excuses, more and more excuses. Honestly, I don't think that you love me. I think your heart is somewhere else. Because if you love me, hey, if you love me, hey, you would obey me. You would work much harder now. But I have a feeling that I'm waiting. I'm just waiting. I keep waiting for you to obey me. That's how I really feel. I have a feeling that I'm waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting for you to do my will. God is asking, is He gonna wait in for your love? Is He gonna wait in vain for your love? Is He gonna wait? He wants to know now, is he gonna, 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 where did he be? Yeah, yeah. Is he gonna, 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 where did he be? He wants to know now, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna, is he gonna. God is calling you, is he gonna, 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 wait? How long will he wait?
somewhere, go somewhere, free somewhere, go somewhere, free somewhere, go somewhere, free somewhere. Love one another. Oh, yeah. For love is of God, and he that loveth knoweth God, for God is love, and he that loveth not, loveth not, he that loveth not, knoweth not God, for God is Go to Jerusalem, Judea, 
somewhere You will go somewhere You breathe somewhere The cross of Jesus Nigeria, breathe up, go to Algeria, go to Siberia, go to Nyanyano, go to Kasua, go to Abam, go to Bodriase, go to Ashtown. I said, breathe somewhere, I said, go somewhere, and breathe somewhere. Hallelujah. The hour has come. It's like a dream come true. Somebody asked me, how did you manage to organize? I said, how can I organize something like this? Something like this can only be given to you from above. That on your birthday, your father will come and visit your church and be a blessing to you. This one here is a gift from above. Hallelujah. Amen. So as for me, it is a double, triple, quadruple blessing. And tonight, my father is here and your real father your real father your real father your real father some of you are not here some of you are not here before Ida began to sing but I was saying that who is Jesus' father? is it not Joseph? who is Abraham's father? is it not Jesse? But God told us that Jesus' father is David and David's father is Abraham. That is why you cannot take away any church. The church that you are pastoring does not belong to you. It belongs to our real father. Hallelujah. Amen. So, without wasting my time, would you say joy? And a study ovation. Shall we receive our Father? 
Hallelujah. Since it's uh, Bishop the Queen's birthday, I want us to pray for him. Come. Let us pray. Father, thank you for the blessing of another year. We pray for your servant for more fruitfulness, long life, health, and deliverance from ambush, from snares, and surprises of wickedness. In the name of Jesus, protect him and let any wicked thing come into his house be accursed in Jesus name whatever intimidates him and shames him we curse it in Jesus name let your mantle rest upon him and your blessing upon his head we ask for it in Jesus name Amen Let us pray. Father, lead us in this wonderful time together. In the mighty name of Jesus, we pray, Lord. Amen. Amen. You may be seated. What a blessing. I'm so happy to be here today. Are we in Nyanyano? Is this Nyanyano? Hmm? Nyanyano Kakraba. When you go down, it is real Nyanyano. But we have a church there, right? Yeah. When I was in um, medical school, I had to come to Nyanyano to come and look for a patient who had been, who had had tetanus. It was part of my work. So I always remember Nyanyano. Amen. It's a blessing to be here. And um, I want to recommend Bishop Beckwin because, you know, he was in Cape Coast for a long time and he was building the church there. When he built and built and built, struggled, as soon as it was almost nice, he was transferred from there. To come here and start all over again. But you see, that is a characteristic of a true servant of God. Yes. It's the humility to be able to be sent. Are people who say, I'll go. But when the time comes, you see different things plus bad attitudes. But we didn't, we didn't have even a feeling that we were doing something wrong or that he would be annoyed. 
Of course, if he was annoyed, we don't care. Do you understand? But we didn't even have a feeling that maybe he would be annoyed. Because he's not like that. So some of you don't know what it means to become a bishop. It's not a small thing. So I want you to learn from that a good example of your bishop over here. Amen. You must go where you are told to go and preach what you are told to preach. That is why we encourage you to come into full-time ministry as a young person before you have developed bones and you are stiff and before your bones have developed arthritis and you can no longer be bent and no longer pliable when you delay you become stiff when God wants to use you bent go back stand Sit down. Jump. You say, "Ah, why? One day, I went to a church, normal church service. Lift up your hands. Let's worship the Lord. One guy reacted after the church service. He said, are we children? Stand up, sit down, lift your hand up, put your hand up, listen up. That was his reaction to normal church. It's a pride will not let you be pliable. That is why you shouldn't marry a proud woman. You marry a proud woman. Most of the duties she has to perform, she will not be ready to do them. When you say stand, sit, go, come. Mm. 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 Who do you think I am? Who do you think you are? All the titles of Satan can be applied to wives. Listen, I I won't preach if you if you shout. Adversary. That's the opposer. All the titles used for Satan can be used to describe a wife, different types of wives. Adversary, opposer. What you want, I will always it to be an argument or opposition. Tempter. A test your life when I was speaking to a man who was 89 years old and he said marriage is one of the tests of life (laughs) tempter three accuser of the brethren accusations of things 
many things. Yes. Number four. Um, liar. Deceiver. Most of the hair you are seeing is not a real hair. That is not part of the message, it's just for the side. But women are a blessing. I, they, you see, the reason I can preach these things is because I, I, I have more women working and as pastors than anybody you know. Nobody has more lady pastors than I have and work who work for me. So when I talk, they know that what I'm saying is true. Because I know them. Hey. I want to share with you just a short message. You know, just very slim, short. About the presence of God. Genesis 39 verse 2. And the Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. This will be your testimony. The Lord was with Joseph, and he was a prosperous man. And he was in the house of his master, the Egyptian. Amen. Amen. Is it a good verse? The Lord was with Joseph, isn't it? And he was a prosperous man. Wow. When the Lord is with you, you will be prosperous. Verse 3. And his master saw that the Lord was where? With him. God was with him. His master saw it. I want you to be conscious of the presence of spirits. Especially when they speak through somebody. When God is using somebody who is in your presence and the person speaks. Sometimes you should hear the voice of God in the person. And sometimes when somebody speaks, you should know that the devil has just spoken. When Peter spoke, Jesus knew that the devil had just spoken. So when Peter said, you will not die on the cross, immediately Jesus says, Satan, huh? You know, 
Don't talk like that. So you must recognize those voices. And you must recognize the presence. So Joseph, an unbeliever, saw that uh, Joseph's, the, uh, the, Joseph's boss, the Egyptian, saw that God was with him. Amen. Amen. And the Lord made all that he did to prosper in his hand. Amen. Amen. So, God is showing us here that his presence is very important for your life. His presence. So, whatever you have to do to have his presence in your life, you must do it. If you do something that will make you go far away from God's presence, then don't do that thing. And then do what will make God be near you and around you. Amen. Amen. Zechariah chapter 2. It says, Sing and rejoice. O daughter, Zechariah chapter 2 verse 10. Yes. Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. For lo, I come, and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. I will dwell where? I will dwell in the midst of thee. Amen. I will dwell where? And because I will dwell in the midst of you, what should you do? Rejoice. You must be happy that God is going to be where you are. Is it not fantastic? Sing and rejoice, O daughter of Zion. Lo, I come and I will dwell in the midst of thee, saith the Lord. The Bible says, The Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. Amen. Amen. Zephaniah, the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. He will save. He will deliver. Amen. Amen. He will rejoice over thee with joy. He will joy over thee with singing. Amen. So the Lord thy God in the midst of thee is mighty. When there is a mighty God in your midst, there is nothing good that cannot happen to your life. Amen. Wow. First Samuel chapter 12 and verse 6. It says, 1 Samuel 12 and verse 6, And Samuel said to the people, It is the Lord that advanced Moses and Aaron. The advancing of your life comes from the Lord. 
He said, it is the Lord that advanced David, Moses, and Aaron. It is the Lord who advanced Moses. The Lord advanced Moses. It is the Lord who will advance you in life. You cannot do it for yourself. Anybody who wants to tell you the truth about moving forward, you'll find out that if you do move forward, usually you can't give a good explanation for why you have moved forward in life. You are the next to move forward. It was the Lord that advanced. Advanced. You are advancing. You are advancing. You are advancing. So what you need is the Lord God in the midst of thee. You must have him always in your presence. And that is why we need to do things and take steps to have him in our presence. Exodus 25. Exodus 25. Hallelujah. Are you there? Exodus 25. What verse have you chosen? From verse 1. And the Lord spoke to Moses, saying, Speak to the children of Israel. All right? Exodus 25 Speak to the children of Israel that they make that they bring an offering all right and this is the offering verse 8 and let them make me a sanctuary amen let them make me a what a sanctuary that I may dwell among them. Amen. Amen. You see, if you want God to dwell amongst you, you have to make him what the Hebrew says, a mikdash. Mikdash. It is a sanctuary. A place where God will be. Amen. Amen. Now, if you want to have a lion in your house, you have to create something that a lion can stay in. Amen. I've not thought about it. Mike Maddox said he has a lion in his house. As a pet. Yes. He calls it an African lion. But to have an African lion as a pet, you have to create some environment that it can be in. Or else, 
you will be the next supper for your lion. Lions are very strong, even when they are old. So, it's important for us to do what God wants us to do and create an environment for him. Amen. Amen. Are you there? And when you do, you are going to have a beautiful environment. Amen. Amen. Now, when you look at this tabernacle that they made, you find many, many, many things that are part of the tabernacle or that environment, Mikdash. Alright? And one of the things are the wonderful um, items that were used. If you look at Exodus chapter 26, all right, and verse 1, he said, Thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine twined linen and blue and scarlet with cherubims of cunning work thou shalt make them. Amen. Amen. Now, I know that it all sounds a little complicated. But, basically, I want to just, like I said, it's a very short message. If you are interested in it, you listen to it again, and I'm sure you'll understand. This environment, which contains the presence of God was a structure as big as Collegono Cathedral. Exactly 23 meters by 46 meters. Collegono is what? 22 by 43. So the courtyard was 20, it was actually 22 point something by, it is a, uh, uh, times two. So it's a perfect uh, rectangle. It's just, a, just about the size of a Collegono Cathedral from the front to the back in meters. All right? So it was a big place. That's quite a big Tent. It wasn't a tent. Everybody calls it a tent. It was a courtyard. And the walls of the courtyard were made of white linen. So it's just a courtyard. So it's like Collegono Cathedral surrounded by a white cloth. That's a, that's a tabernacle. Do you understand? And inside was a small tent. Inside was a small thing. So people could come in. Ordinary Christians were coming there. So when you are in your house and you want to see where God is, he said God will be there. You see white 
all round except the middle nine meters, which was the door. So if you are in your house and you are looking, God is there. You see white. So today we are talking about colors. White. It's not a sickness of women. I'm talking about white. Uh, what do you call it? White linen. White speaks of holiness and righteousness. Revelations chapter 19, verse 7. It says, let us be glad and rejoice and give honor to him for the marriage of the Lamb has come and his wife has made herself ready and to her was granted that she should be arrayed in fine linen clean and white for the fine linen is the righteousness of the saints amen Amen. hallelujah so white curtain material fabric speaks of or reminds you of or symbolizes okay righteousness so when you are in your house and you look most of the people around just see white white around you don't see anything else that is where God is in righteousness holiness and purity you know You cannot live even one day without becoming dirty. It is important to confess your sins in the morning and in the evening. And sometimes to cast out devils from yourself. Every day. Wickedness does not contain the presence of God. When you see, this is like this wall. So within it is white. Within it is God. That's all that you see. So righteousness and holiness, you see, is not something we can ever put aside. Now, in Genesis um, chapter 20, whatever, when we were talking about Abraham, when God told Abraham to go to the Mount Moriah. Genesis, what is it? Is it 22? Yes. Verse 1. Verse 1. And it came to pass after these things that the Lord did tempt Abraham. Now, this is somebody who is 99 to 100 plus because he has had a child after being 99 and the child had grown. Okay? And now God was tempting him. 
this temptation was not a temptation of fornication. Because by 100, I don't know how far things will be working. You see, temptation and sin is disobeying God in any type of way makes you dirty. You see? So, that's why the Bible says, flee youthful lusts. Because there are some sins for the youth. But as you get older, there are other sins. Like older people, we have other, more sins like pride, I mean, prejudice, unforgiveness, wickedness, and many, many things spoil us. So if you want to have God, we must all strive to be holy. Now, if we just take the fornications and adulteries, you'll see that today, few people can stand and say, I am a virgin, or I was a virgin, and can say that I'm not sleeping with somebody. Yes. In certain regards. You see, but I'll tell you that we can never alter the standards that God has defined. No matter how long you live and how much you want to change things. If we want God to be in our presence and in our midst, we must fight to be pure and holy. And even at the age of 99, there will be something, it may not be sexual, but there's always something. Because look at this, and the Lord did tempt Abraham, an old man. I mean, you would have thought that temptation will end by the age of 40. Or if you stretch it, 50. But temptation is going on at 100. So, brothers and sisters, let us strive. The Bible says that we may be holy and blameless before him in love. Holiness is before God. God must consider you holy, not people. Somebody may look at you and judge you. This guy. This guy. Ephesians 1, 4. According as he has chosen us in him before the foundation of the world, that we should be holy and without blame before him. In front of God. So I may not look like a holy person to you when you see me. But there's one person who has to consider me holy enough. And that is him. Not you. That's why a pastor must not follow the voice of accusation. Because the voice of accusation always tells you that you are not good. You are a liar. You are a bad person. You are a thief. 
But you need to be holy and without blame before him. In front of him. Are you listening to me? Yeah. So, God's presence, white. Collegonal size of white, all around white. Amazing. But then you come to the entrance, which was the same material, but with colors. Wonderful colors. And these colors also have, it speaks about something. Are you, are you with me? Yeah. The first color is blue. Yeah. Everybody say color blue. Yeah. <laughs> blue always speaks about God, about loyalty. About faithfulness. Yes. If you want God to be there, you, you will have something white. Yes. You see, white is special. That's why brides wear white. They're so unique. For, for that day, Charlie, you are the best. That's your day. It means you are pure. It's supposed to mean you are pure. <laughs> so blue. After looking for the white, you need to go for blue. Blue speaks of God. Amen. Amen. Ezekiel chapter 1 verse 26 It will be interesting to see what the King James says Yeah Above the firmament that was over their heads was the likeness of a throne as the appearance of a sapphire stone. Sapphire stone is a blue stone. Yes. And upon the likeness was the likeness as the appearance of a man above it. But if you listen to the Message Bible, it says, Above the dome there was something that looked like a throne, sky blue, like a sapphire, with a human-like figure, Towering above the throne. So blue speaks of the serenity of God and the faithfulness of God. I'll show you. And God himself, the presence of God. So we want to, and faithfulness. Exodus 24, verse 8. Then Moses took the blood and sprinkled it on the people and said, This is the blood of the covenant that the Lord has made with you in accordance with these words. 
Moses and Aaron and the seventy elders of Israel went up and saw the God of Israel. Under his feet, I'm reading the NIV Bible, was something like a pavement made of lapis lazuli. As bright blue as the sky. And God, but God did not raise his hand against these leaders of Israel. They saw God and they ate and they drank. Yes. So these people saw, you see, it speaks of God, something about God. There's something that the blue is telling us about. The white is telling us about holiness. The blue is telling us about some other mysterious characteristic of God. And I told you it's a very short message. Now, Numbers chapter 4. Verse 11. And upon the golden altar, they shall spread a cloth of blue and cover it with a covering of badger skin and shall put to the staves thereof. Alright? So you see, blue is used throughout this thing. When you go inside, a lot of blue. But I am saying that Right at the gate. The gate is made of blue, purple, scarlet. Why? When the white means righteousness, what is the meaning of the blue? One of the best examples of blue is found in the faithfulness and the loyalty of Mordecai. In Esther chapter 8, you see that when Mordecai was, they had all the whole drama, they were getting into trouble, all right? Um, Then they asked, who, what did he do? How has he been Rewarded. Alright? Esther chapter 8, verse 1. On that day did King Ahasuerus give the house of Haman, the Jews, enemy, unto Esther the queen. And Mordecai came before the king. And the king took off his ring, which he had taken from Haman, and gave it to Mordecai. Because Mordecai exposed Orangus. Do you remember the story of Mordecai? He exposed Orangus, two Orangus who were going to kill. When you expose Orangus, you will be given blue as your color. And Esther yet spake, and yet before the king, and fell down at the feet. All right? And the king held out the golden scepter toward Esther. And says, if I please the king, let it be written to reverse the letters devised by Haman. All right? How can I endure to see that evil come upon my people? All right? And 
They said, I have given Esther the house of Haman and they had him hanged. Alright, so he was hanged and he, in verse 11, the king granted the Jews to gather themselves together to go to church, alright, and destroy the people who wanted to kill them. Amen. And the copy of the writing was given as a commandment. Alright, and verse 15. And Mordecai went out from the presence of the king in royal apparel of blue and white. So, the faithful man was covered with the blue to go out. You see, God is everlasting. He changeth not. There's no shadow of changing with God. So, if we want the presence of God, we need blue. And you are just about to enter. So, it is also explaining something. Faithfulness. The presence of God is with Bishop Bequin because he's a faithful man. Faithfulness. Faithfulness brings the presence of God. It brings the presence of God. Even people who you work for, their presence with you is multiplied the more faithful you are. Yes. So when Mordecai was faithful, they called him and they covered him with blue. Hmm. Those of you who want to serve God with rebellion, fighting, aluta, we are not used to such things. Hallelujah. And we don't want it in the church. All right? If some commandment is given in the whole church, you have to flow with it. And God will bless you. And you will be honored. Proverbs 20 verse 30 says, The blueness of a wound cleanseth away evil. The blueness of a wound cleanseth away evil. So blue is removing the evil. is the blueness of the wound that drives away the oranguism. Faithful people drive away devils, rebellion, the blueness. You see, and the blueness of the wound is because the person is wounded and refuses to be cut off. He says, I will heal. So the wound becomes blue. Are you listening to me? So, even when you are wounded, you refuse to be cut off and die. But you go through the healing and you see the blueness. It's like, you beat me, but I'm still there. I'm faithful. So it becomes blue. So the blueness of the wound drives away evil. Now, many people teach you, if you have the time, that that door to go inside the polygonal courtyard size, that door speaks about Jesus Christ, all the characteristics of Jesus. You see the blue faithful. Faithful. No change. He says, I do what I see my father do. Only. Nothing. I cannot do anything of myself. There's nothing about me that is special. Only what my father says. No change. No new message. 
Look at us, how we have changed so much the gospel. And that takes away the presence of God from our lives. So blue speaks of the faithfulness. It's the most popular color in the world. And most of the flags in the world have blue in them. Most of the major nations have blue in their flags. Are you still there? And then I told you it's a very short message. Purple. Purple. Let's go to purple. Purple will be easier for you. (laughs) Luke 16, there was a set. What does purple speak of? Purple speaks of riches and wealth. Luke 16, there was a certain rich man clothed in purple. Isn't it? Clothed in purple and fine linen. Now, many people don't realize that you, are, you want to create a place where God is. You will deploy. Purple was made from uh, some one of these animals. It was a very difficult thing to make and very expensive dye that they were using. They used some kind of snails, clams, and they did something and they were to get the color. So if you remember, Lydia was a maker of purple. Yes, she was a maker of purple. She was a seller of purple. It was a very expensive thing to have. Do you see? So you see that at the door to come to where God will be, your, the wealth... You want God to be there? You put your riches and your wealth there. Yes. You put your, you put your life. You see, God doesn't take cheap things. When your life is not worth much and you are ready to die, then you say, Lord, I'm here. Do you know that when you actually die and you are being shipped on a coffin, they write cargo of no value. You have no value. You have no value. So your value is getting less every year as you are getting nearer to your death. There are many things you cannot until you die and you are a cargo of no value. We are the temple of God. We are the now we are now the temple of God. We are where he is. And he doesn't just want cheap sight. Nobody's valueless things, old, retired, things that the bank can never work with. Nobody can use you. You cannot even move. When you enter the toilet, you cannot turn around. You must enter by the direction that you are entering in. Because when you enter, you cannot rotate. of God is built with purple riches that's why God wants all best of everything best of you best of your days your riches, your money, your life the good people of the church not the west Not you know 
when we've been running the Bible school, people have family members who are mad and they bring the mentally, mentally sick people to the Bible school. Recently, we had one of our Bible students who disappeared from the school. Totally. From another country. After several months, the person was located and surrounded, arrested, apprehended, taken to the airport and sent back to the country where he or she came from. When we contacted the family, they said, oh, this is the normal behavior of our person. Even at times, he or she can disappear for a longer time and go to other nations. Then we hear the person is here, the person is there, the person is here. You see now. So they knew that there was something wrong with the person. And they said, let that person go to the Bible school. You want to build the church of God with cheap stuff. And God said, purple for my gates. Purple for my gates. Purple. Is used for my house. Three colors. Purple. You want to bring them. You. I remember one family, they had given birth to a son with something called hydrocephalus. Hydrocephalus means that the brain is, the, the head is full of water. And they did, they did an operation. I didn't know. What was that when I saw the person in the Bible school? I said, hey, there is no school the person can go to. There is nothing the person can do. But the family said, he belongs to the Bible school to be a pastor. Eh? But the gates to enter, thou shalt make the tabernacle with ten curtains of fine linen, blue and purple and scarlet. And this one, you see this gate. Before you enter, you, you, you see that it's riches, the presence of God, the best quality, the highest, not the cheapest, not the end, not when you are valueless, your life is over. Not when you are dying. And you say, let me work for the Lord. Please let me work for the Lord. I have nothing else to do in my life. I have few months to live. I have few weeks to live. Please let me do something. Here I am. Send me. God wants you. Your sperm count and your egg starts to reduce from 25. Yes. 
because the highest is at the age of 25. And your sperms and the fertility starts to drop, 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 drop. You see, your value is going down. The number of seeds you can produce is less, less, 25. Yes. Your value even as a sperm donor is low. It's mostly water. want to give God my best. Yes. God doesn't take cheap stuff. Hmm? Hallelujah. Mark 15. And the soldiers led Jesus away into the hall called Praetorium. And they called together the whole band of wicked soldiers. And they clothed him with purple. You see, because you say you are a king. So they were mocking him. And they knew that he needed to be clothed with purple. And they plaited a crown of thorns and put it about his head and began to salute him. Hallelujah. Yeah. So even Jesus, when he was on the cross, they knew that this Jesus, even as they were mocking him, he belongs to the royalty. The royalty and the riches. Hallelujah. Are you there or you are leaving? Are you there or you are leaving? Amen. John chapter 19 verse 5. And then Jesus came forth wearing the crown of thorns and the purple robe. Job 19 verse 5. And Pilate saith unto him, Behold the man. Wow. Finally, scarlet. Amen. Scarlet. Scarlet speaks of courage and strength. Amen. Without courage and strength, you cannot come to God. When Daniel interpreted the handwriting on the wall and told Belshazzar, you are going to die, he was clothed with scarlet as his reward. Because to tell the king, you know, I don't know how many people can prophesy the truth to the politicians. Most of us prophets and pastors are sweet-talking the politicians. If we can become their friends, we say nice things to them. The Lord establish you. 
the Lord stabilize your throne. The Lord make your life longer. <laughs> Daniel chapter 5 verse 16. I have heard of thee. They asked Daniel that thou can make interpretations. Amen. If you can read this writing and make known to me the interpretation thereof, thou shalt be clothed with scarlet. You'll be clothed with scarlet. And have a chain of gold about thy neck and shall be the third ruler in the kingdom. Then commanded Belshazzar and they clothed, that's verse 29, clothed Daniel with scarlet. When he told him the truth, he said, you are dead. You are, you are finished. And put a chain of gold. Because scarlet speaks of the courage and the strength of a king. Without courage and strength, you cannot serve God. Psalm 63 verse 8 says, My soul followeth hard after thee. Hard. You can't serve God without hard following. Hard following. Amen. Are you still around or you are leaving? Nahum chapter 2. Nahum. Chapter 2. And verse 3. Nahum chapter 2. And verse 3. Nahum chapter 2 verse 3. Oh, let's read from, yeah. The shield of his mighty men is made red. The valiant men are in scarlet. The, the courageous men, the strong men, they are in scarlet. Fearlessly approaching the presence of God. Fearlessly working for God. Fearlessly pressing on. No matter the personal losses and the personal cost. The valiant men are in scarlet. And the chariot shall be with flaming torches in the day of his preparation. And the fair trees shall be terribly shaken. So, the strength and the courage. One day I told one of my pastors, I'm going to call you scaredy cat. One of my late pastors, I told him I'm going to call him scaredy cat. So I changed his name on my phone to pastor so and so the scaredy cat. I told him you are afraid of so many things. That is why you cannot do well in the ministry. Afraid to be in full-time ministry. Afraid to serve God. Afraid to go to a nation. Afraid to go. So I changed his name to Pastor So-and-so, the scaredy cat. And I'm sure tomorrow morning he will send me a text. <laughs> he had his name on the preaching. <laughs> because to serve God, you need scarlet. You need purple. You need blue. You need white. 
Stand to your feet. Proverbs 31. The virtuous woman. The Bible says she is not afraid of the snow for her household. For all her household are clothed in scarlet. She's not afraid of visitors. She's, she's strong. Everybody in her house is wearing scarlet. We are not afraid. Of, visitors should come. There is food here. She's not afraid of marriage. Whatever there is to be done as a married woman, I, 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 I Household are clothed in scarlet. Receive scarlet clothes in the name of Jesus. Is it fantastic? When Rahab, the courageous woman, who said, I will stand for you, spies, I'm not afraid to join and declare my stand. The people told her that. Tie a scarlet cloth outside your window. You know that you are the one who is not afraid to identify yourself with the people of God and with the servant of God. Tie a scarlet cloth. Hmm. Are you still here? What a blessing. And finally, Fares. Do you know Fares? He's a twin. Genesis 38, verse 28. And it came to pass when she traveled that one of the children brought out his hand first. And immediately they tied his hand and said, This is the guy who is not afraid to make a step. And come first into the world and see whatever is there. It doesn't matter what we heard that there are a lot of problems in the world. As soon as his hand came, tie a scarlet thread around his hand. The moment I stepped out into ministry, a scarlet in the spirit was tied around my hand. I came out first with my hand and I said I will I belong to the Lord I will serve him till I die no matter what happens to me I should burn on the fire fry in the pot grill on the charcoal I'll be there and when Fares put out his hand I said baby eh <laughs> Some of you, anything you do, you ask, will you go? I will go, I will go. Will you go? I will go. I will not go, will you go? But Ferris put his hand out. And what, what you get when you put your hand? They tie a scarlet thread around your hand. May a scarlet, when you arrive in heaven, may a scarlet, a purple, 
a blue rope be placed on you. That symbolizes all the things that you have done to be able to serve the Lord. Lift your hand and say, Lord, I want you to be, I want to be in your presence and I want you to be in my presence, in my life, all my life. Father, thank you for the blessing of your holy word this evening. What, the, what a great blessedness we have as we serve you with joy, with joy unspeakable. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Lord, for your blessing, your blessedness of your holy word. Mando Baranama Pare Mele Berenemeke Baramanda Mola Mama Mama Shandala Macabarada Marondele Meke Baranama Menda Macabarande Mele May Ramanto Lobo Shandala Babanda Ramacabarada Laba Oh, ho, 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 yes, yes, yes. Thank you, thank you, thank you, thank you. Jesus, how lovely you are, you are so gentle, so pure and so kind, you shine like the bright morning star.
lift your hands and thank God for his presence.
Tonight, I give my heart, I give my life to Jesus Christ. Thank you, Lord. Please write my name. Say, please write my name 
in the book of life from tonight i register my name in the book of life thank you jesus for saving me tonight i love you jesus and i thank you lord in the name of jesus now lift your two hands like this say satan from tonight i finish with you i have nothing to do with you again i belong to god say i belong to jesus i belong to jesus and i will serve jesus christ thank you lord for saving me today in jesus name amen hallelujah i want to give you one of my books quickly how you can be a strong christian and i want you to promise me that you are going to read it will you read it will you read it do you promise me lift your hand if you promise to read it father bless all these who are promising to read this book change their lives forever in jesus name amen let me just pray for the sake any problem you have tonight whatever tonight is the last night in the name of jesus place your hand wherever your problem is he's the lord that healed thee he's the lord that healed thee i am the lord Send my word. I send my word, and I heal your disease. I am the Lord, your healer. You are the Lord. Oh, you are the Lord. I heal you. your hand wherever your problem is your eye somebody's being healed in the eye father thank you for miracles tonight stomach pains are going back pains are going joint pains are going wickedness is going receive healing receive strength receive the power of the holy ghost into your life right now in the name of jesus in the name of jesus in the name of Jesus receive your healing God's power is flowing Father thank you for healing of the eyes somebody's being healed in the eyes thank you for healing of the hands thank you for healing of the backs and pains diseases, asthma wickedness, hypertension all forms of cancer are dissolving right now tumors are disappearing Father thank you for your power Thank you for miracles, 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 miracles. We don't know how they happen, but we know that it's your power that does many wonderful miracles. We give you praise. 
and we give you thanks in the mighty name of Jesus. Lift your hand and just thank God right now, everybody. You are the Lord, my healer. You sent your word. You sent your word. And you heal my disease. You are the Lord, my healer. Right now, begin to examine yourself. Whatever problem you had when you were coming here. Right now, God is doing something. God is doing something. God is doing something wherever you are. If God has touched you, just examine yourself right now. Maybe you couldn't walk, begin to walk. You couldn't move, begin to move. Whatever is happening, something wonderful is happening because the power of the Holy Spirit is here. Father, we thank you for tonight and thank you for many wonderful things you have already done in our life. Thank you that we are going away from this place with wonderful testimonies. Thank you that tonight is marks the end of certain troubles certain problems in our lives. We give you thanks. We give you praise. Breasts are healed also tonight. Receive it in the mighty name of Jesus. Every head bowed, every eye closed for a moment. If God has touched you tonight wherever you are maybe you had a pain, maybe you had a problem but you can sense that something has happened and God has touched you not that you are believing that it will happen in the future but right now you can see that something has happened practically in your life I want you to just raise your hand if God has healed you God has done something then lift your hand I see so many hands God bless you God bless you if God has touched you tonight and you can sense that something has happened I want you to come to me in the front very quickly very quickly Come from the back, come from wherever you are. All right. If God has healed you, happened, and now if God has touched you, I know come very quickly. He touched me and made me whole. All right, let's take some testimonies very quickly. All right, you may be seated. If God has touched you, I need you to come very quickly. Come all the way. I know. Come very quickly. If God has done something for you, come. Otherwise, no movement, no, no unnecessary movement. That has nothing to do with what I'm doing, please. No one should be important at this moment. Doctor, what is happening here? Quickly, come. Bishop, this young man. God's power is moving here. Some time ago, wanted to lift a barrel. Wow. On Friday. And when he bent to lift it. He experienced and felt a severe back pain. Yes. He if could God not has bend. touched you, come very quickly, please. Come. Don't be shy. Yes. He could not bend. Wow. Yes. From lifting of the barrel. Tonight, the power of God touched him. Yes. The power of God touched him. The pain is gone. He could not bend, but he can bend wow. now. When did it happen? Friday. On Friday, early in the morning, I woke up. My wife was asleep, so I wanted to fetch water and then sort things out. So, I, yes, please. So, I was fetch. I fetched the water into the barrel, and I decided to lift it all by myself. A barrel. Usually, my wife and I carry that barrel, but this time I decided to lift it all by myself. And then, as I lifted it, and I felt a sharp pain. Yeah. At my back here. Back. 
then I locked my waist locked, so I couldn't move. So I just I was just crawling. I I crawled to the bedroom and I told my wife that this is what has happened. So she was she was wondering, ah, why why you just woke up and very soon you've come back this way. What's wrong? And I felt very very disturbed. But even this morning when I went to church, I still felt the pain. When something of mine fell down, I couldn't bow. Bend over. Yes. So she would have to pick it for me. But wow. I was standing here. When he said we should, anyone expecting a miracle should lay his hands. I believed it and I put both hands there. And to the glory of God, right after the prayer, I decided to check it. And Bishop. Hey! Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. Now, Father, thank you for healing permanent in Jesus' name. Doctor, what is this problem? Typically, he experienced what we call a paraspinal muscle spasm of the lumbar region. Typically, this is it. Yes. And also, sometimes, when you bend this way, you can also what we have, what we call a disc protrusion with the radiculopathy. Yes. Yes. Now listen. That's the typical cause of such pain. Yes, the the, the 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 spine. When you have a serious backache, and you go to a specialist, one of the things they will tell you is that do not even lift a cat. Even a cat, don't lift it. Don't lift anything at all. So it's one of the most serious things you can do to your back is to lift even a box how much more like a barrel of water and that is why he went into that condition so you must be careful because God's power is healing you two weeks after your wedding your waist is locked This is a double miracle. Give the Lord a shout of hallelujah. A knee healing tonight. What happened to your knee? Um, I had this knee problem for some time now, for more than two months. And even this morning when I was going to church, I had to place a pomade that it was very severe. You had to put some pomade there? Yeah, because it is, it's getting swollen. So it has been with me for some time now. But when we were, you, were, you asked us to place our hand where we had a problem, I placed my hand there, and everything is just gone. Give the Lord a mighty clap of hands. You see, when you are not experienced, you will hear something like this and say, oh, no, in a, it's just a small knee that is scratching. But I remember one of our pastors. Yes, he said that his knee is paining him. That was it. He died from that. Was that so? Go and do X-ray. Go and whatever. And that was it. As he went on, another, another, and another, and another, and then he died. Yeah. So when you hear a, a pain, and the pain is gone, when you are new, swelling. you may not and swelling. Yes. Father, thank you for your power and your mercy in Jesus' name. Give the Lord a mighty clap offering. What is this? Healing of the eye tonight. 
Oh, you are the eye. I what was happened? having an eye problem. So if I go to school, I see things blur. I can't see well, and I have a shaking eye. Shaking eye. Yeah. So, but even though when we were sitting down, I was seeing things blur, but now I can see things clear. Clearly. Yeah. Wow. How blurred was it? If I see it, uh, where so were you sitting? Over there. Down there. Yeah, I've been seeing it to double. Double. Yes. And then blurred. Yes. Blurred or double? Which one? Both. Both. So now that you've come, can you see me clearly? Yes. Do I look different from the blurred one? Yes. How do I look now? You look clear to me now. Clear. Yes. And when you were standing there, it became clear. No, when I came here and you prayed for me. When I came here and you, I prayed for you, yes. and it became clear. Yes. Wow. Yes. 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 After we prayed. Yes. Wow. Ah, you came forward to give your life to Jesus. You were standing in front here. It was still blurred. Yes. yes. Yeah. Ah, as you were standing here, then it was blurred. Yes. And then after the prayer, it went. Off. It went, and yes. you can see. Yes. How many am I now? Two or one? One. But you were seeing me as two. <laughs> Doctor, what is it when you see two people? Yes, she is coming. What you call diplopia? Diplopia. 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 Wow. And God's power has corrected the Jesus, thanks a million. Jesus, thanks a million. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, thanks a million. Jesus, thanks a million for the Can you sing it? Jesus thanks a million. Jesus thanks a million. Jesus thanks a million. Jesus thanks a million for the things you have done. What happened to you, my dear? Yesterday, I was with a friend. She was having a small gathering. So when it was pouring, I slipped on her towels. And I hit my buttocks on the floor, flat. So I didn't pay much attention to it. So at dawn, I couldn't feel my legs. And my waist. You couldn't feel your legs. My legs and my waist. But because last week I wasn't in church, I said, no, today I can't stay in the house. I have to be in church. Because... I take in charge of the offering. So when we are having service, pastor was asking, what was wrong with you? I said, pastor, yesterday I slept. So when we, I was even to come to pay offering, I have to give the offering for someone to climb the stairs to go and give it. So I was working with the assistant of friends. When I want to even sit in a taxi, I have to hold the person to get into the car. But as we were praying, I felt a sharp pain. And that's it. I could move my... Every, I could, Everything I could bear. He said, Thank you, Lord. Wow. Thank you. Thank you. Wow. You couldn't do that before? No, I couldn't bend. When something fell, someone has to take it for me. When I wanted to sit in a taxi, I have to hold the person's shoulders. The person will lift my leg into the taxi. The person um, will lift your legs? Yes. So I was telling, they said, Hey, Auntie Doc, today your waist, dear. What is wrong? So 
Reverend was even asking, what is wrong with you? Are you having pain in your waist? And everyone could see that today I couldn't walk well. But right uh, now, I'm okay. Walk, let's see, walk, let's see, walk, let's see. Jesus, thanks a million. Jesus, thanks a million for the things you have done. To slip on water tiles without being aware that you are slipping and go to fall with your back on the floor is not a small thing. Jesus, thanks. Amen. Your power. Jesus. Amen. Hallelujah. One more miracle. Healing of chest pain. What was wrong with you, my dear? Actually, uh, for about two weeks now, anytime I try to breathe in hard, I see that I feel within, I mean, the joints here, as if it's just about to rip into pieces. But, you know, even yesterday, when my beloved came to to me, she actually saw that I was suffering from something of the sort. If you don't respect this brother, he cannot pray for the grace of a beloved to fall on you as he has received. Yes. When she came, she actually told me that no, this is the reason why she came. That God showed it to her that I was suffering from some pains in my chest. So she actually prayed for me. And then also my waist. I have a problem with my waist. Anytime I stand for a very long time, you know, I see myself shaking, especially at the waist. I've never told her before. But when she came yesterday, she also told me of the same thing. And she actually helped me to pray. But, you know, I could still feel it. But as we were praying over there, wow. I felt that, you know, everything is gone. The pain, pain is, is gone. Breathe gone. in, breathe in. Doctor, what is this? He's describing what we call acute costochondritis. And it also can complicate what is a musculoskeletal chest pain. So a combination of costochondritis and musculoskeletal chest pain. As the what the power of God has healed. Costochondritis yes. has to do with the yes. ribs. Each rib joins with the middle. Here, each rib comes and joins. Is that also? Yes. And where it joins when it moves. The joints because it's not fixed, it moves and it bends and it comes back and it bends. So, at the joints, we can have an inflammation. It's, it's very pain. You need yeah. drugs, anti inflammatory, I mean, drugs, painkillers, but the power of God as you pray is the power of God which has healed him and taken the Jesus. pain away. Thanks, Amelia. Give the Lord a mighty clap of praise. Thanks a million for the things you have Anybody here who is desiring to get married, but there has been no breakthrough, but you want to believe God to get married, I feel an anointing for marriage. I need you to come to the front. The things you have done. Shh, no, no talking, no talking. 
No, hey, no talking, please. This is a serious, quiet place. Hello, hello, can they hear me? There is a gentleman at the back there. Look, I can see you. I don't appreciate your behavior. Come, step forward. Just one step. Okay, it's fine. Lift your hands. Let me pray with you. I'm going to pray for the women first. Then after that, I pray for the brothers. But all of you lift your hands. Father, I thank you that you are the matchmaker. I thank you that you are the first finder of a companion for Adam. Thank you that you were concerned for Adam not to be alone. And you went out of your way and organized a major organization for Adam never to be alone. Now I pray, Father, that you will intervene in every sister's life here. In Jesus' name, organize somebody for her in Jesus name give them wisdom and a good behavior that they may not drive away those whom you sent to them I ask not only for young girls but for everyone here let us never be lonely from today in Jesus name then I pray for the brothers everybody lift your hands Lord, when a man has found a wife, he has found a good thing and has obtained favor with God. Whatever is good, we release it now for your servants. They will not be without this favor from today. Answer and send the best sister, the best helper, the appropriate one that suits him and her in Jesus name I pray Satan I block you Satan I rebuke you devils I rebuke you take your hand off the people tormenting spirits frightening spirits accursed spirits harassing the children intimidating them spirit of shame spirit of shame Spirit of shame, I rebuke you in the name of Jesus. Go out of the people. Receive the healing of the Lord. Receive the blessing of the Lord. God will do it for you. In the name of Jesus Christ. Your testimonies will be many here. As God has done great things. Bless the Lord. Oh my soul. And all. That is within me, blesses Come on, I want to bless the Lord. Bless the Lord. Oh, my soul.
your hand and say, He has done great things. He has done great things. Come on, sing it again. He has done great things. the Lord a shout and a clap offering whatever makes you cry has lost its power over your life tonight whatever cares followed you here is leaving you behind today in the name of Jesus Whatever prayer has not been answered up to today, I declare it is answered by the power of God. You will sing the song, He has done great things. And you will know that He has done great things. He has done great things. Whatever power God organized to organize an Eve for an Adam it is easier for him to find somebody in town than to create a human being I declare that that person is found today in the name of Jesus you are blessed in Jesus name give the Lord a clap offering and you may go back to your seats God bless you he has done great
We believe you have been blessed by the preaching of God's Word. For audio CDs, DVDs, books and other resources by Dykewood Mills, please visit our website at www.dykewoodmills.org. God richly bless you.